Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. My brothers, my sisters, it is your man, the Duke, host of the Duke Loves Wrestling podcast. And I want you to do me a favor. I want you to go to www.strictlyfortheculture.ca. Strictly for the Culture is one of the hottest brands in sports and entertainment today. Come on. You've seen the t-shirts. You've seen the hoodies on folks like Rodney Mack, the Reverend Ron Hunt, Jeremy Prophet, MLW World Champion Alex Kane, Mr. PWI 500, Jay Bougie, even your man, the Duke, and a lot of other podcasters and influencers. So I'll say it once again, www.strictlyfortheculture.ca. Do it for the love, do it for the respect, do it for the honor, but most of all, do it strictly for the culture. Hello, it is the Suplex Queen, Tiny Tanali, and you're listening to Duke Loves Wrestling. Look at what we have here, folks. To the only show that matters. The cream of the crop. Duke loves wrestling. And there is no one that does it better than your host. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. The Duke. And I'm all out of bubblegum. On this fine December 31st, 2023, the last day of 2023. Welcome back to the Duke Loves Wrestling podcast, the show about pro wrestling and everything else. And I'm telling you right now, folks, I am going to knock your socks off with someone who I feel is going to be a big deal in the world of professional wrestling. Okay, she is the suplex queen. She is someone that you will never forget, not only because she is such a destroyer in the ring, but also because she has a pretty cool name. <laughs> so without further ado, welcome to the Duke Loves Wrestling podcast, Tiny Tanali. Did I say that right? <laughs> yeah, you got it. Tanali. Perfect. <laughs> well, it, it's a cool name, and I like saying it. Tanali. 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 <laughs> In fact, I told you that um, I I repeated to myself, and I've been repeating to myself leading up to this conversation just so I don't forget it because it's like, that's a name, man. That's a cool name. You don't want to forget. Where does it come from? Donnelly. Where does that come from? So it's a funny story. My mom actually made it up. She heard a name that was similar to it on a novella, which is like a soap opera in Spanish. And um, so the name was, it was Tanaris. So it had an R instead of the L, and there was an S at the end of it. So she took out the S, took out the R, added the L, and it became Tanali. That is really, really cool. Now, what? Hold, hold on a second. Is that your puppy I hear uh, in the background there? It is. It's Trip. <laughs> Trip. Talk to me about Trip. What's the deal with Trip? <laughs> Trip. He he's a little like Shih Tzu. He's white, nice little curls, and he only has three legs. <laughs> oh no. Three leg trip. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> is Trip a rescue? He's a rescue. That is awesome. 
have you always had dogs in, in your family or is this kind of a, a new thing for you here? Um, yeah, well, yes and no. So my mom was really hesitant on getting dogs at first growing up. So it took about took a, a lot of convincing for me and my sisters. I want to say I, we didn't get a dog till I was like 15. But ever since then, yeah, I've had dogs. That's really nice. Now, now tell me the truth, Donnelly. Is Trip your best friend? Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, see, I pay attention to stuff like that because they give great insight on who a person is. So, for instance, you know, your best friend is your dog, Trip. But in addition to just being your best friend, being your pet, he's also rescue. And I, I find that just a, a really interesting clue into who you are as a person. And, you know, folks are going to be interested because just looking at you, you, you look like you could be related to... Roman Reigns and the Usos and everybody there. So so once and for all, let us know. Give us the skinny, the inside scoop on the bloodline, Tiny Thonali. Are you Samoan? No, I am not. <laughs> so you're I not related 100%. to Roman Reigns? I'm not. <laughs> I'm okay. actually, I'm 100% Puerto Rican. Muy boricua aquí. Okay, so that's breaking news right there. Tiny Thonali is not part of the bloodline. She is not Samoan. She is from Puerto Rico. Okay. So you are Caribbean. You are Latina. Great. And let me just say, bienvenidos. Quien es su Duke loves wrestling. That's right. I don't necessarily know what I said, but uh, sabado, domingo. That's right. All right. That's all the Spanish that I know, um, other than saying a bunch of bad words, which I will not embarrass myself and do right here. But you get the point. That's right. Oye, como va? That's right. Anyways, uh, so you said you're 100% Puerto Rican. So that means that the whole family comes from over there. Mm-hmm. So my mom and, and that whole side of the family is from Jamaica. So I'm Caribbean myself as well. And, and I love it. I love the fact that whether we're talking food or the arts, like music or just, you know, different sayings, culture, right? It's so cool to, to have that within my makeup. For you, what's the best part about being Puerto Rican? Best part is the community, like itself. All Puerto Ricans, like you go to the island and it's like you get there and everybody's family, even if you don't know them. You know, you walk in, everyone says hi, hello, like how are you? And it's a good atmosphere in general. You know, a great example of exactly what you just described is when Zelina Vega was able to challenge for the WWE Women's Championship in Puerto Rico. And it just felt like everyone in attendance were there to support their their homegirl you know what i mean their sister their their cousin their daughter so cool so that's pretty cool that you that you described that uh in, in terms of the culture being so welcoming and re- being like family do you envision yourself one day having a moment similar to what zelina experienced there where you're able to go back home and perform in front of everyone and, and get that type of warm response Oh, 100%. So definitely like a big goal of mine to wrestle in Puerto Rico and have all my family there and just, you know, all my people. All right. So so Tiny Thanali is not Samoan. She's Puerto Rican. So she's not part of the bloodline. So we've, we've already dispelled one rumor that's been floating around out there. So let, let's jump to the next one here, because I've heard an interesting range when it comes to your height. Some people say that you're 5'5", five five. some say that you're 5 feet, some say that you're even shorter than that. 
So, you know, let, let's get to it because you are, quote unquote, tiny. What is your height? I am 4'10". 4'10". Yep, so a little under five. <laughs> that is incredible. Wow. Okay, so so what's the best part about being 4'10"? Uh, you can fit into small places. <laughs> 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 no, um, I would say that it's uh, people underestimate you a lot. You know, one of the best things, like, for me is being underestimated because, oof, they definitely regret it later on. <laughs> well, there's no question about that. I mean, you are the suplex queen, and mm -hmm. it's it's impressive, but it's also scary to see you pick up people so much bigger than you and just toss them like a sack of potatoes. I mean, it's it's amazing. And I'm one of those people that I I study the whole movement. So I'm looking at your legs mm -hmm. when you're doing your yep. lifts, and your legs are, are tree trunks. I mean, legitimately, <laughs> like damn, okay, that's that's explosive power that she gets right there. But it didn't start in pro wrestling, did it? It did not. Take me back to your, your combat days because you're somebody who has been fighting for many, many years, right? Mm -hmm. Over a decade now. So my school was, it was a K through eight. So I, uh, I was a teaching assistant for a second grade teacher who happened to also be the wrestling coach. And one day we were talking about literally WWE and he was like, oh, well, you know, uh, like I'm the wrestling coach. Like, why don't you try out? And I was like, mm, I don't know. And he said, you know, it doesn't even matter. You probably wouldn't even be good. You're like, you're really tiny. And I was like, oh, really? And that's where it all began. <laughs> and um, after that, you know, I started eighth grade. I believe I got second in the county since my first year wrestling. Um, I moved on to high school and every year I was a uh, top six in the state. So my freshman year, I was fourth. My sophomore year, I was second. Junior year, I got second. And then my senior year, I was the state champion. And then I also did outside of school tournaments to like get on the national team for Florida, where um, I got my two state championships in freestyle wrestling. And I was able to wrestle on Team Florida against you know other states. After that, um, I got my scholarship to wrestle in college. I went to Missouri Baptist University and wrestled there for three years. Everyone listening right now, stop what you're doing and go check out Tiny Donnelly online, whether it be, you know, Instagram, Instagram. Let me drive you to her Instagram there. And you'll see that Tiny is built like the prototypical wrestler. And I'm not talking pro wrestler. I'm talking like Olympic wrestler. Just incredible. This is somebody who has been completely dedicated to the sport. In fact, this is this is a fun one. Do you have cauliflower ear? I do. I don't have it on the outside of my ear, so I can't really show it off. But <laughs> I have it on the inside of my ear, so it's really hard to wear earphones. <laughs> See, so you're a competitive wrestler. You're, you know, Olympic level wrestler is what we would call that. You wrestled in, in grade school. You wrestled in college. It's the real deal. Talk to me about the the challenges of being a wrestler. Like, what would you say is the biggest challenge? especially at the level that you've competed on? Uh, cutting weight, 100%. Uh, so what wrestlers tend to do a lot is, um, you know, we try, like, we want to be at the best physical strength that we are. And every wrestler, if you're at a high level, cuts weight to get to the lowest weight they can be, but, you know, at the best strength that they can be. And, man, those, like, that week before 
going into a tournament is just crazy because you're training so much and then you're also trying to lose so much weight that it's just it's so much but then you know finally once you weigh in and you eat your food you're ready to go <laughs> that's interesting because I, I know runners they carb load especially right before a big race but for wrestlers and even for yourself in particular do you do you save the big meal for after your competition yeah, I'm so for me, I always like to eat like fruits before I wrestle. I don't like to do anything too heavy because, you know, you don't want to weigh yourself down either. You want to get like the energy. So I would do like some chocolate milk <laughs> and then like pineapples, apples, bananas, and maybe a granola bar. And then I always got my Celsius. <laughs> oh, okay. Celsius. If you're listening, you definitely need to, uh, call up tiny denali there i mean that's somebody who could be the face of your mm -hmm. brand for sure that'd be awesome <laughs> celsius energy drink i actually just had one the other day it's funny that you bring that up there um yeah, you, you was, gotta try the peach mango one it's the that was the one that i had i was just it's about so to say good. mango peach yes that was the one that i had delicious delicious celsius there's a there's a plug for you and i, I find that interesting you said you know you eat a lot of fruits before the competition I know that that is the super athlete in you. You figured out what works for your body in that regard. But I got to imagine the foundation of having your roots uh, from Puerto Rico, where fruits are such an important part of the culture as well. My mom's from Jamaica. So, you know, we're Caribbean as well. And, and fruits are definitely huge. It's a big deal. We got to have our fruits, our mango and, and pineapple mm -hmm. and things like that. So I, I hear what you're saying there. So... Do you feel that the way that you were brought up and the culture from a food standpoint has assisted you in becoming the athlete that you are? 100%. Um, when it comes to, like, of course, the fruits, the veggies and everything, but also the rice and beans, you know, it puts meat on your bones. It helps with that muscle. It sure does. Now, now, what about your proteins there? Other than the beans, I should say there, are there any special proteins that uh, you zero in on in order to, to keep yourself the way that you want to be built? Yeah, I eat a lot of chicken. Chicken's like the main protein that I go for. Okay. All right. I need your help here because if you haven't noticed by now, <laughs> the Duke is all about food. I love wrestling, <laughs> but I also love food here. So so take me through a, a, a tiny chicken, okay? If you're going to make it special, and it doesn't even have to be while you're competing, just right. in general, when you want to treat yourself, but you're cooking it yourself, how are you preparing this chicken? Oh, well, I mean, I cook very Hispanic. <laughs> So, um, you know, you need the sazon, you need adobo, um, you know, the regular seasons. I like a little bit of cheyenne pepper on my chicken to have it a little spicy. Um, and then, you know, eat it with some rice and beans. Okay. But you so gotta, you gotta have a piece of everything all together. Literally. They, oh, oh, a piece of everything all together. So that means yeah. that on so, your fork, you got mm -hmm. chicken, you got rice, you got beans, you got a little vegetable on there. Mm -hmm. Um, you got, it's avocado. Oh, of avocado. course, mm -hmm. of course, avocado. <laughs> <laughs> now, is there is there a uh, a difference in the Puerto Rican avocado versus? I, I mean, most of our avocados in the in the grocery stores are actually from Mexico, mm -hmm. uh, some from Guatemala. But are, are there any special avocado from uh, Puerto Rico? Uh, my grandma has an avocado tree, so I eat her avocados. <laughs> yeah, see that? And I bet you they're much bigger than the nonsense you get they're in the store. They're so big. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Same thing in Jamaica. Same thing. It, it doesn't even look the same. It's like a totally different uh, fruit. Technically, avocado is a fruit. A lot of people think mm -hmm. it's a vegetable, but it's a fruit there, a stone fruit in particular. 
but yeah, that's that's good stuff there. You know, I'm asking you these questions because you have a personality that is infectious, oh, right? <laughs> there are many layers to you, and it's it's very interesting just to have general conversation with you because in the ring, you are, dare I say, a, a, a destroyer, a terminator, a killer. You know, yeah. so there's, there's, it's like you turn on this switch. And whoever's standing across from you, they're going to have a tough night because you're going to dump them. You're going to drop them. You're going to pick them up and slam them. You're going to German suplex them. I saw you take a girl and you picked her up and threw her over your head backwards. And I thought you were going to do a German suplex bridge. And you, you started to do the bridge halfway, but you didn't go all the way down. You just kind of tossed her. And I was like, yeah. what the hell was that? <laughs> <laughs> it's my, my pump handle suplex. <laughs> that was it, it, that's right. You started off with a pump handle and you did that. Mm -hmm. So so these throws and what have you, how much of that is from your your collegiate wrestling days and, and how much of that is just you improvising? Uh most of it is from wrestling, honestly. Uh when it comes to the pump handle one, I just I was practicing it one day and i did it and i didn't i just didn't fall with it like i just i stayed up and i ended up bridging back up and i was like hold on that's it like that's the move like we're doing it like that from now on so that one it kind of just happened so there's things like that where it happens because i mean at the end of the day wrestling whether it's pro wrestling amateur wrestling it's advancing every day there's new moves every single day so of course it's going to be like improvising with things happens and um, yeah, but a lot of it's definitely from like collegiate wrestling, especially like my German suplex. I practiced my German suplex so much. Once I found out that I was uh, like, I got signed and everything to college. Cause in, in high school, German suplexes are not allowed. Like it's illegal, you can't do them. But in, um, in college, they're legal. So I just wanted to hit one so bad that every day after practice, I would do 50 German suplexes so I could perfect them. And that's like after all the training and everything. You know, I've seen one of your pro wrestling uh, training videos where you were doing uh, Germans. And it's, it's, it's interesting to see you, the repetition, see you doing it over and over again and what have you. It's like, wow, yeah, you, you've definitely trained your body and trained your back to be able to do that. And it's, it's poetry in motion. You know, there's there's no question about that there. Now, do you have a belly to belly suplex in your, your repertoire there? Because I haven't seen it yet. That's why I'm asking. I do, but I don't do the overhead um, belly to belly too much. I've done it a few times, but I prefer the one where so I bridge back and right before like my head touches, I turn. Yeah. So they got land it. flat on their back. Yep. And I land right into the pin. Got it. Got it. So there's a there's an old school wrestler by the name of Magnum T.A. Mm -hmm. Okay, Terry Allen, Magnum TA, and I'll, I'll send you some of his videos there. And everyone listening too, of course, you know, those of us who grew up watching wrestling in the 80s, we all know who Magnum is. But if, you, if you're if you a younger listener, which we definitely have a bunch of those, I encourage you, stop what you're doing, go to YouTube, type in Magnum TA, and take a look at this guy's belly-to-belly -belly suplex. He used to call it the belly-to-belly -belly suplex. Okay, mm -hmm. they, they had to be fancy about it there. But <laughs> One of the best belly-to-belly -belly suplexes that you'll ever see, and this is like from the mid-'80s, um, and this guy had classic matches against Tully Blanchard and Ric Flair and guys like that there. Um, unfortunately, a, a, a tragic uh, car accident cut his uh, career short, but he's still alive. He's still going strong there. 
um, but he couldn't wrestle anymore. But mm-hmm. his belly to belly, I, I want to see yours and I want to compare the two because I, <laughs> I bet you that if you if you take a look at his, there might be something that you can incorporate in there because um, you're just you can pick anybody up and throw them. In fact, I'm afraid of you, which is why I'm being nice because <laughs> I don't want you to get pissed off and, and throw me around. Uh, that wouldn't be nice. But it's it's interesting. So, you know, like you said, people, they look at you and they think they know and they think that um, they have an impression. The bell rings and something totally different happens where you're just in charge. You're taking over. You're beating the hell out of people. And I've seen you in tag matches with uh, Persia Pierce, mm-hmm. who has a hell of an aggressive streak in the ring as well. When you two are in the ring together against opponents. Do you find that after like the first minute or so that the, you know, these girls are ready to just tap out and leave with their Whitney boy there? I mean, <laughs> talk to me about that moment when they realize, oh, these aren't just, you know, nice, sweet ladies here. These are, mm-hmm. these are killers in the ring. <laughs> literally. Yeah. I mean, I love working with Persia. She's awesome. She's, she's aggressive, you know, and it's nowadays it's like, you don't find too many girls that have that like really aggressive streak in them. And have a great technique behind it too and it's crazy because she's the submission queen and i'm the suplex queen so we just work perfect you know we're we're the queens of combat so when we get in there if they don't believe the name they're gonna know it when we're done you you two remind me of the steiner brothers and i know you're not men but you know the point is still <laughs> a point they were both great collegiate wrestlers who who came to uh pro wrestling and i know you know persia is more of a of a uh, martial artist as opposed mm-hmm. to a wrestler, but the same concept there. She's a submission queen. You're the suplex uh, queen. Um, the Steiners, you know, just the way that they could dominate, they could wrestle with anyone. They would take these flippy dippy peanut butter skippy wrestlers who always <laughs> wanted to do these acrobatics and they would ground them mm-hmm. and pound them and wear them down. So with your suplexes and then Persia coming in to put on the submission hold, that's a hell of a one two punch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Incredible. Incredible. So what can we expect? I mean, we got 2024 coming up and I know that you've been doing your thing down in Florida, making a name for yourself here. When are we going to see you travel the world? What are we going to see you on television? When are we going to be able to say, here we have the greatest technical wrestler walking the planet today? When is that going to happen, Tiny? Uh, hopefully sooner rather than later, you know, with me, I'm ready when the opportunity presents itself. And that's how I feel about it. You know, at the end of the day, whatever the opportunity is, once I'm in there, I'm going to get it. I'm going to wrestle and you're going to see that, you know, I am and I will be the best technical wrestler in the world. And that that will happen. I love that. I love that. So all you promoters out there, Get your stuff together. Literally, you have a a diamond. I can't even say she's in the rough because she's already shining. So you literally have a diamond that can sparkle much brighter. So, you know, take a look at uh, Tiny Thanali and, and figure it out. But she, she's out there, man. She's coming. And it, I'm, the Duke hasn't been wrong yet. I've put <laughs> names out there and they've been taken over. I've talked about folks like Thunder Rosa before she hit it big. And now we all know who she is, right? We, we've mm-hmm. talked about folks like um, Tiffany Nieves. She's a double champion right now. Layla Gray, you know, she's former OVW champion. She's doing her thing on TV as well. Uh, the Renegade Twins, you know, they've, they've been tag team champs all over. So I know the talent when I see it. And there's something about Tiny that 
no disrespect to anybody else who I just named, but oh my God, this young lady right here, I'm telling you, man, she is going to be huge, not big, but huge, which is ironic because her name is Tiny. So figure that one out. (laughs) If anyone wants to keep up with what you have going on or they want to reach out to you and do some business, what's the best way that folks can reach you? Uh, So my all my social medias are the same. It's at Tanali Suplex. So at T-A-N-A-I-L-Y Suplex. And there's a link to my email for bookings on all of them as well. Awesome. Awesome. Before I let you go, you know, a great friend of the show, Loki, he has taken a a very um, serious interest in you and helping you with your development as well. Talk to me about the the relationship with Loki there. Well, he's my coach. He's awesome. Uh, Before I started with him, it was really hard to find a trainer that I felt fit me in my style and you know, could advance me in the right way without kind of like taking my amateur wrestling away from me. So once I met him, it was just like everything, it clicked even more, you know, and he continues to help me advance and just train. I just finished training about what, an hour or two ago with him. And, you know, every day, every time we train, it's something new, you know, you learn something new and we have rounds at the end. So we're working out, we're learning and we're always training. So it's definitely like, What's the word? It's it's just awesome to have somebody like him in your corner. I love that. I love that. Now, have you have you brought him any uh, Puerto Rican food at all? I mean, come on. Have you, have you shared any of the chicken at least with the guy? <laughs> uh, I can't say I share the chicken, but he loves to eat. So we've def- definitely all been out as a team. <laughs> I've seen him eat a whole pie of pizza while, like, talking the whole time. And I swear I never saw him take a bite. But, like, I looked. <laughs> At, he started eating 10 minutes past. I swear he's talking the whole time. And somehow the pizza's gone. I love that. And and, and he <laughs> has that big laugh of his, too, when he talks about mm-hmm. how much food he can eat. Like, oh, oh, oh yeah. No, oh, my God. He eats so much. It's crazy. I'm like, where does it go? Where does he it has, go? Because he, he looks listen, better he has, today than he did 20 years ago. Yeah, he does. And he has, like, four stomachs. I don't know what it is. Let me tell you something, Tiny, because I know that you're you're a few years uh, younger than we are. Loki, legitimately, is one of the most influential pro wrestlers of the past 20 years. And I'm not saying that as a joke either. That's legit. They built that entire Ring of Honor company around him. Mm-hmm. And when Impact Wrestling figured out their X division, they built that around him. Here is a guy that to this day, a lot of the moves that you see people do, they got it originally from from Loki. So his influence continues to um, you know, shine. And certainly with folks like yourself and Persia and, and some of these other folks that he's trained, you know, that legacy will continue, even though he's still competing when he when he feels like it there. But to be able to sit under the learning tree of somebody who's influenced so many people in the industry, it's a treat. And and it's it's an honor. And and I'll tell you what I respect about you is the fact that you don't take that lightly. And every time you step in that ring, you show it. You show that, Mm -hmm. yes, you're honoring those, whether it's your family, whether it's uh, somebody like your coach, like Loki, most importantly, honoring yourself uh, when you step in that ring. You're not embarrassing anybody or the industry, which is such a uh, a joy to see because so many other people make a fool of themselves in the ring, mm-hmm. uh, which is unfortunate. So to see somebody who is a legitimate athlete, 
Olympic level athlete, step in the ring, take care of business, come out and still be a great person all at, at the same time there. It's just it's a joy. And I wish you nothing but success in 2024 and beyond. Thank you. I really appreciate that. Check out Liquid IV. Listen, it's the holiday season, folks, and you and I both know hydration is paramount. Okay, if you want to get through the shopping, if you want to get through visiting the family and friends, the sports and live events, come on, got to make sure you stay hydrated. And there's no better way that I know of than liquid IV. Okay, packed with B vitamins and all your other essential vitamins and nutrients there. Tastes great. You just take that hydration stick, you put it in a bottle of water, shake that sucker up and enjoy telling you shop better hydration today in fact if you visit liquidiv.com right now you'll save 20 percent on your entire order by using the promo code duke loves wrestling that's right duke loves wrestling no spaces gonna get you 20 percent off what are you waiting for liquidiv.com enjoy and now let's get on with the show Fantastic conversation there with Tiny Tanali. Just cool name, cool person. Can beat the hell out of everybody. Suplex you to here, there, and everywhere. That's right. Duke Loves Wrestling on Facebook, on Twitter, DukeLovesWrestling at gmail.com. As always, let me know what you think. Folks, I want you to do me a favor. Please be safe out there. Don't drink and drive. You know, I say it every year, but I mean it. Don't drink and drive. It's not worth it. Be careful. You don't want to do harm to yourself or do harm to others because, as I always say, be kind to yourselves and then be kind to others. So please be careful out there. And I want to thank you again. 2023, fantastic year for the Duke Loves Rossum podcast. One of the shows in the top 10% of all listened to podcasts in the world that doesn't happen without you. So thank you not only for listening, but also for telling your friend, telling your family, telling somebody about the show because it's not like I'm out here with some big marketing budget or anything like that. No, the word spreads because of you. And I don't take that lightly. And because of that, you can expect in 2024, we're going to have more fantastic independent wrestlers who are on the come up like Tiny Donnelly. Of course, we'll have folks who are returning guests to check on their progress. And we'll have our Hall of Famers as well. You can count on a mixed bag of great content here on the Duke Loves Wrestling Podcast because that is what you demand from me, and that's what I'm going to continue to deliver. So, for the final time in the year 2023, be kind to yourselves and be kind to others. Take it away, Tony Schiavone.